This is DWZ Podcast here with J-Rod here. Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So, let's begin with the latest topic here, folks, that we're going to be talking about. As you know, this past weekend, so today is in fact... Um, uh, November 16th, which is a Wednesday. This past Saturday, on the 12th, we have a brand new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and that is Tyrus. Now, if you guys remember him, he was known as Brutus Beefcake back in WWE, and then, of course, the whole thing with Impact Wrestling. Now, there's surrounding controversies over Billy Corgan making his decision to make this guy a champion. Now, I'm not here to criticize, but I'm also putting out what I think about it. Now, I understand people say, why not give the belt to Matt Cardona? I mean, it could have been a logical choice in some, um, you know, analytic way. But I think we need to look at another perspective in this matter. Now, if you guys have been hearing what's going on with the NWA, uh, Nick Aldis uh, seems like he sent his two-week notice, and he was suspended. Now, the reason behind that, to make the point clear, Aldis has not been having good eye-to-eye contact with uh, William Patrick Corgan, or as we know him, Billy Corgan in Ma- Smashing Pumpkins. So that sort of thing. And many fans have asked, will we ever see another all-women's pay-per-view like Empower that we've seen? I have to say, that pay-per-view was amazing. But it seems that Nick Aldis felt that there was a lot of disrespect coming from, of course, uh, what's his name, from Billy Corgan over that. And I don't blame Billy Corgan from feeling that way in any way possible. I mean, I would have done the same way as a man. But that is the whole thing. Now, think about it. Let, let's think of another way to say, why would, I, why would William Patrick Corgan wants to make this guy as a champion? Now, if you look, if you resemble the situation, what happened with All Japan Pro Wrestling years ago. Now, let me uh, flash back to certain things that took place. Now, when uh, Jenichiro Tenru left All Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, Giant Baba decided to find another guy who can take his place as the next star. And the person that he picked was, in fact, um, Masahiro Mas- Misawa. So he was the guy that kind of carried the company after Tenru left. And I feel like maybe that's what the whole thing with the NWA is going. But let's be honest. Do we think Tyrus could be that guy that could lead the NWA to the future? It is a possibility. We don't know that for sure if that's the case. And you know, and I, and I feel that's what's been going on. Maybe Tyrus is that one guy that could lead it. But there's those that say otherwise, like uh, the whole thing with, Fox News, like Fox Network, or some other shit, you know, that I've been hearing. But I don't blame Billy Corgan on that. I feel like we we need to question, does he believe Tyrus is that guy that could lead the NWA? I know there's people that are saying NWA are not giving a good product because they're being nostalgic about it. I get it, but they need to modernize the whole thing. And I don't know if the idea they're trying to do, okay, what if Tyrus is that guy that could do it? That is the possibility. We don't know if that is 100%. Now, if I was a betting man, I would say find someone who could monetize NWA, you know? I mean, not to disrespect nostalgic, but I feel that's what they need to do. 
but we will find out soon. And I'm kind of waiting on Matt Cardona, what he's going to say since he did not win the NWA world title. He probably say he's a load of crap. He probably will insult Tyrus saying that he's a fat piece of garbage that doesn't deserve to be champion. I don't know. But anything like that I would have expected. But only time will tell when that day happens. So I will stand by on that more. I will follow up what's been going on. And hopefully everything I've been hearing, uh, there's that. Now, as you know, this past Tuesday, uh, we had the NXT Women's Championship on NXT being on the line in a last woman standing with Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire. Now, I'm hearing a lot of things from various fans who are very disappointed in the idea. Look... I want to be honest. I feel right now Mandy Rose have lived up to the reputation of almost a year as the champion. Can we just give someone else an opportunity? I feel that's the problem. Why are they wasting their time? And there's those that are saying something that's kind of interesting. I don't know if you believe that or you want to believe it. There's Those are saying, are they trying to make Mandy Rose the female version of Roman Reigns? Yeah, I feel like that's what it is, but Mandy did stated that she would like to go back to the main roster, but when is that going to happen? I mean, look, she has dominated NXT. It's time for her to move on, go back to SmackDown or Raw, wherever she was. It's time for her to step up her game, to be the wrestler that she's, that she's already accomplished. Who are they going to wait? Are they going to wait another year? I feel like the NXT, NXT is putting down the women's division, not giving other women an opportunity i mean that's what i feel they should have been doing but no they're not i mean look not to disrespect mandy but i feel it's time for mandy to drop the belt move forward back to the main roster and give another person who's going to lead nxt into the women's division future that's what i think they should be doing it's time for her to let go and move forward to the main roster so so we don't know who. There's those are saying it could be Roxanne. I mean, she is one of those girls I definitely could see winning the NXT Women's Championship, but I just don't know when will that happen. And then there's those like, uh, let's see, Ivy Nile is one of those I've been paying attention to. I would love to see one of those two become, or, or Nikita Lyons, one of the three, to do that. And I think that's what I feel we need to jump into that and We'll just wait and see what happens. So I'll be following up on that as soon as possible, and we'll see about that. Now, if you guys are big fans of the Yoshi Wrestling, then you guys know you're in the right place to listen. We're going to talk about this interesting uh, Yoshi wrestler who caught my attention uh, since she first arrived on Stardom's New Blood 5. Her name is Chanyota. Now, not a whole lot about her has been revealed. Uh, but later was told that she was a bodybuilder, fitness model type, uh, involving MMA and all this stuff. She's part of the promotion uh, PPP Tokyo. It's not a, a big promotion, but it's like a low-key promotion. But they do a lot of the recruitment with freelancing. And she made her appearance in New Blood 5 as um, taking on My Sakurai. Now, what I love of what they were doing with Mai Sakurai, uh, Chanyota was trying to get uh, interactive with Rossi Ogawa. He looks like a damn old man pervert, if you guys noticed. But Mai Sakurai at the press conference was like, what the fuck is this? You know? And th- this happened twice in two different conferences for the New Blood 5. 
and Masakurai actually called out Rossi Ogawa a pervert. She had a problem with Chanyota, like, I don't know, because I feel like she acts like she is the hero, but in reality, I look at Masakurai as, like, she's becoming the villain that, that she wants to be. But, however, all of that changed when her match on New Blood 5, where she... I have to say, Chanyoto really, really made an impression on me and many other fans who didn't. And of course, however, it, my Sakurai won the match when she applied the My Pan role. And during the promo, Sakurai actually had a change of thought about her, realized she wasn't who she thought she was. She was wrong. And she said that she's willing to team up with her, which is good. But according to what we know l later on, that was the original plan, but however, Masakurai teamed up with Tekla instead to take on uh, Karma and Starlight Kid. Now, the whole thing with Karma, as you know, Sakurai, like I said, she acted like she's a hero. She did not like what she saw, but a lot of people questioned, where's Chanyota? Now, this is where things get interesting regarding about Chanyota. Now, brace yourselves for this because this is what's going on, and many fans think it's a load of Kakamimi bullshit. Chanyota has been officially banned from ever attending any stardom events or uh, participating. Now, to make this perfectly clear, this was not a decision made by stardom or Bushi Road. This was a decision that was brought upon by one of their sponsors, a German hair company. Now, I don't know how the fuck to pronounce their name. But yes, it appears that these dumbasses have a problem with Chanyota. And here's what the problem is. She is a JAV actress. Now, those who don't know what that is, she also does porn. Now, uh, let's talk about this. As a wrestling fan, do you honestly give a shit about that? In my perspective, fuck no, I'm not bothered by that. You know why? I don't give a shit. Have I seen her videos? Well, when I heard about this, I looked it up. I mean, she is attractive, not to be, you know, trying to say anything bad, but she knows how to wrestle. That is something you cannot overlook. But these German douchebags, they have a problem with it. I don't know why it took this long for these guys. I mean, I'm sure many fans are saying that Stardom and Bushiroad knew about this. Some say maybe they did knew about it and they didn't care, probably didn't thought it was going to be too much of, of a fuzz. Maybe that was the case. But these German hair company, they had a problem with it? I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, look, I don't care about that shit. I feel like we're seeing a, almost a similarity to China. Now, if you guys remember... China got inducted into the Hall of Fame with DX. Some fans are saying, well, will he, she be inducted as doing as a singles competitor with, with not, oh, not with DX? Triple H said that she feels that people will look up to her, look into her who she was. We all know China was involved in the adult industry, but let's be honest. Do we give a shit about that now? Fuck no. That's the problem. I'm not bothered by Chanyota's, you know, other work profession. But if she can wrestle, 
I'm okay with that. And I feel these guys really, really fuck things up for not only the Stardom fan base, but every fan who followed her. Now, many fans are saying they feel bad for Chenyota and some others, what they can do. Look, right now, Chenyota has upcoming matches. Her, big, her upcoming one will be taking... There's one she's t coming up on the 22nd where she teams up with Rina Yamashita, one of the Deathmatch Queens, to take on Surumi Natsu and the returning Marika Kobashi. But this is the thing that bothers me. I'm not bothered by Chenyota, what she did. If she can wrestle, she can wrestle. Now, the first time I ever saw her... Uh, I, now, if you guys ever seen her, this is where I saw her. She made appearances at this promotion called Coliga Pro Wrestling. Let me spell it out for you. Uh, C-O-L-E-G-A. Colega. Now, this promotion is based out of Osaka, Japan. First time I've been seeing her, uh, she and uh, the founder, uh, I think the promoter of PPP Tokyo, invaded it. And they seemed to have their eyes set on Momoka Anazono. And Chanyota was the muscle to deal with her. And I, that was the first time. And I didn't recognize her since then. But now it's like, okay, it makes sense. But I can tell you, she knows how to wrestle. I don't know why these German dick, dickwads have a problem with it. But this is their fault. But sooner or later, some things have to change. I mean, Stardom and Bushiro should have told them, piss off. But they just probably don't want to lose their sponsorship. And I can understand that. But one way or the other, some things have to change with that whole thing. I feel that's what they need to do. Now, next topic to talk about. This is about the upcoming Stardom in Showcase 3. There are two matches that caught my attention that I want to see. Now, no disrespect to the other ones. Two of them. Now, the first one is a bit of a showdown between former members versus former of current, for, uh, current members of the villain faction in Stardom, OAO Tai. Now, if you guys don't know what I'm referring to, let's talk about it. Recently, we, as you know, we started the Tag League down in Stardom. Amongst one of the matches, we have uh, Natsuko Tora and Ruka, known as BMI 2000. They face off against FWC, Koguma, and Azuki. Now, if you guys know the history of Azuki, she was a former member of Oedo Tai. But, as you know, she left the promotion... In 2019, due to some really controversial things that have been going on ever since Bushiro purchased Stardom. Uh, I think I might have mentioned this before, but uh, I don't remember much. But that's the whole thing. But for Natsuko Tora, this was personal. To her, she feels like you don't say goodbye and then come back without consequences. This is more like Natsuko Tora hated her for leaving Oeta without saying goodbye. And I, I, I understand that, you know, and I think they're telling that story just right. But, of course, BMI 2000 defeated um, F FWC without the help of weapons. And I, that was like, huh? Really? No weapons? Th they're known for that. But I think uh, Natsuko Tora let that out of her system. You know, it's like, I beat you, bitch. That's what happened. But the story doesn't end there. Rossi Ogawa, he goes to a bar. Uh, have a little cocktail drinks. I don't know what he was drinking, but coming out of the out of the back, it's Sarumi Natsu. If you guys have been aware of this, Sarumi Natsu was in fact a former member of Stardom. She left the promotion last year due to the fact she was injured in 2020. 
There was no indication when she would be back. And also, like Natsuko Tora felt about Ozuki, she's pissed at her for not saying goodbye. Now, here's where it gets interesting. It was announced that Ozuki and Surumi Natsu will be teaming up to take on Oedo Tai's Natsuko Tora and Saki Kashima. It's rather interesting to see what is going on in this. You have former members of Oedo Tai taking on the current members. <laughs> it's a bit of a showdown. But it's going to be interesting. So I can't wait to see that match take place. Now, the second one, this one, this is how it started out. It showed a video where uh, Meltier, the current god goddesses of stardom champions, Natsupoi and Tam Nakano approach Rossi Ogawa about performing their entrance theme song, Double Frontier. Now, if you guys have been aware, they uh, actually did this, the voice, uh, they sang on this song. So Rossi Ogawa said that he will allow them only if they defeat prominence in a hardcore rules match. I'm like, Oh boy, that's going to be, and involving in that, from the prominence members, we have Risa Sera, Zuzu Suzuki, and Harige Karumi. So, <laughs> the obvious question was, who's going to be the third person? I mean, look, we know Waka can't do this type of thing. Um, I don't know if the, any of the members from Colors have ever done a hardcore rules match. Mina's out, we know, she's hurt, but... uh. We've been trying to figure out who's going to be the third member. Recently, today, in, Jap ja uh, in Japan time, they uh, revealed the name of the person who will be the third. And uh, you're not going to believe this. It's Unagi Sayaka. Holy shit. She's only back for this particular event. Now, she still hasn't finished her little... Freelance excursion, as you know. She still has a lot of matches to go. But I'm just so happy that she's going to be involved in this. Now, she wasn't present when it happened. She sent a video that uh, because she was at somewhere else. And I'll explain that in a little bit. Uh, she was at a meeting. So she's going to be involved. Now, someone posted this on Twitter. Something was strange. And it was cool. During the five-star Grand Prix, one of Unagi's matches was against Risa Sarah and Unagi whacked her with her kendo stick. I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. But here's the kicker. They have to win this match in order for Meltier to perform the song. I would love to see that. But this is coinciding to another uh, in interesting thing. This past Monday, on November 14th, it was the second year anniversary of the Cosmic Angels. This is their birthday. I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be very fun. So we'll see what happens. I'm kind of excited for this particular match. So we just got to wait and see how this is going to play out. So, <laughs> Shit, I love it. I love doing my job. Now, our next topic here. Now, if you guys have been aware, relating to Meltier, uh, they'll be teaming up with Taichi and Kon uh, Yoshinobu Karumaru, they call themselves Marutier, to take on Despi, Doiki, Starlight Kid, and Momo Wananabe. Now, this is a, a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, it appears that there's some video pictures been posted where 
Mel Tier and Maru Tier were collaborating, te uh, teaming. <laughs> One of the most funniest moments I saw. Now, if you guys know Yoshido Kanemaru, he is a whiskey drinker. You know he doesn't just drink the whiskey. He used that whiskey, the spit mist, added to their opponent's eye. And uh, Kanemaru seems like he was trying to teach Natsupoi how to do that, and she had a bad taste. But I think maybe Kanemaru was trying to say, you may need it, just in case if, you know, who decides to play a little dirty. I think Matsupo is like, maybe, maybe Kanemaru is right. Maybe I need to try something new. So it's like, what is new to, what's, uh, what's new to them, it could be helpful. And that sets the whole thing as well. And I feel the same way they're going to do with uh, Despi, Doiki, and uh, Black Desire, uh, <laughs> Starlight Kid, and Momo. But there was something in the in the in this whole thing that Despy wanted to talk. People brought this up. Some uh, one of the reporters brought this up to Despy. Um, will we ever see a collaboration between both Despy and Starlight Kid? Now, Despy did say that's what he was aiming for. But he said that the opponents he wants to face is Jun Kasai. And Rina Yamashita. Now, Starlight Kid was supposed to face her, but that match didn't happen due to the fact that uh, she was involved in another match. Uh, and Despy said that he would like this to be a hardcore rules match. So I, I say this is going to be a very interesting thing to watch. I'm kind of curious where they're going to go with that. I would love to see it, but the obvious, but the the question does remain. Where this match could be held upon? Well, I know for sure it can't be in a New Japan ring or a stardom. But if I was a betting man, I would say I would make this in a just half out a ring. Because as you know, uh, Despy has been involved in the Takataichi Mania before. He collaborated with them the last time. I would say that would be the perfect opportunity. Uh, don't know when that will take place, but I'm sure it's going to be a baller of an event. Uh, I mean, I feel like Despy and Starlight Kid can collaborate on that. So I'll be keeping a prize on that when that day comes. Now, our final talk about is, as you know, I mentioned Unagi. It will be the third woman in that Hardcore's Rules match. Well, uh... She says she was at a meeting, and no one knows what meeting she was talking about. So this is what the meeting was about. If you guys have been following up what's been going on with um, the uh, with Marvelous, uh, their top ace, uh, Takumi Iroha, had to relinquish her AAAW title due to the fact she got injured. And... Uh, Things kind of went downhill for her for that. So that she had to vacant the title. But they decided to set up a one-day tournament involving that. That's going to take place on the 4th of December at Corkin Hall. And it's for the top. So the first round matches has been announced. We're going to have Unagi Sayaka taking on Tomoka uh, Wananabe. Riko Kawahara versus Rin... Kadokura, um, Chi, Ki, uh, Chikiga Nagashima versus Yuna Manaze, 
Mio Momono taking on AI Hosen. Amida versus Maria. Yeah, so Nagi's going to be involved in this tournament. So I don't know much about that, but I have that distinct feeling that she may not win the whole thing, but I have a feeling that she's going to gain another new friend like she did with AOI. So the real question is who will be the lucky person to side with her, like we saw that. So that's probably the angle they're going with her, but we'll see where they're going to go. But who do I think is going to win this tournament? I have like only a few that I could think of, like Rin Kadakura's one, uh, possibly uh, Nagashima, Maria. I don't know. Those are, are, are like one of the few I can think of. But we'll see when that day comes. But I'll keep everybody apprised on that when that day comes. So that's my train of thought, what's been going on in this promotion. So that's pretty much it. So uh, I think that's pretty much what we have. At this point, I hope everybody enjoys this episode. Stay tuned for next week. We'll be having more topics. If you guys haven't seen my YouTube channel yet, uh, go ahead. I just uh, I will be working on episode 895. Uh, we have uh, AEW Dynamite, uh, ICW No Holds Bar Volume 36, and of course, uh, XPW Extreme Invasion. So we have that coming up. And check me out. So go find me on the Leader Wrestle Zone, and we'll be fine from there. So I'll see you guys on the next episode. So I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang. <laughs>